0: the Daily Download. I'm your host, Dr. DeRoy Pulley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay, and the presiding prelate of the Church of the Everlasting Kingdom. And this is the Daily Download, where the Lord daily loads us with his benefits. And I'm saying today, is already loaded, it's already jammed, it's already packed with the lessons and the blessings of God. And my heart and my mind are open to receive all the good that God has for me. And I am praying with you today that your heart and your mind are open open and receptive to divine unlimited ideas. Let's just take a moment to center ourselves in the presence of God, to take a deep conscious cleansing breath, to hold it and to release. To breathe in again, hold it and let it go. To inhale, hold it and slowly exhale. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Purify our hearts today so that we see God in every person, in every place, and in everything. Purify our hearts today so that we see God in every situation in every circumstance in every condition that we see god purify our hearts so that god is always the center and always our way of being our way of seeing our way of thinking our way of speaking and our way of doing things god It is in the name and through the power and in the consciousness of Christ Jesus that it is so and so it is and so we let it be. Amen and amen. Good morning again and thank you so much for being a part of the Daily Download. I'm your host, Dr. Devara Pulley. If this is your first time watching the Daily Download, like, follow, and share the Dr. Devara Pulley page so that you can get notifications of when we're on Facebook Live. If you're one of our regular Kingdom citizens, students of truth, you know what time it is. It's time to press that share button Invite a family member, a friend, a neighbor, a coworker, a classmate, a church member, and let them know that you're watching the daily download live with Dr. Navarra Pulley and invite them to watch it live with you. How about you tag someone in this post and share it on your page. Remember our goal every day is 500 views. That's 50 live viewers. 25 live shares, and everybody else catches the replay. Thank you for the daily download audience. This is a family, it is a thing. The daily download is a thing. And thank you for all of your generous contributions and gifts during the holiday season. Thank you for those who sow daily. Some do weekly, some do it monthly. However, you sow, however much you sow, it helps us grow in spreading the kingdom message. Well, we're in the book of Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy is the last of the Pentateuch, the last. Book of the Fivefold Vessel, and as we've been reviewing Deuteronomy, means to review a second law, a second chance, and it, one of the major themes, as our theme song has been, is that Moses is trying to remember and trying to remind them of where God has brought them from and what God has done for them. Today we're going to be covering Deuteronomy chapters 10, 11, and 12. That's right, I said it. We're covering Deuteronomy chapter 10, 11, and 12, and I. Scripture for today is found in Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse number 16, coming from the Kingdom Study Bible. Circumcise, therefore, the foreskin of your soul so that you will no longer be Rebellious. That's right, I said it. Circumcised, therefore, the foreskin of your soul so that you will no longer be rebellious. The children of Israel, they were rebellious. They were often murmuring. They were often complaining. They were not satisfied. They rebelled against God. They rebelled against Moses. Moses, in his frustration, he broke um, the, the, the tablets of stone that God had given him on Mount Sinai. And so he's going back over with them how rebellious they've been and the scripture even says stiff neck which means that they had their way they were stubborn they were in their way of doing things and they had been circumcised physically. That was one of the signs of the covenant is that they had the circumcision on the eighth day. Uh, Every male, Jewish male was circumcised on the eighth day as a part of their customs, as a part of their covenant relationship with God. They had a physical circumcision. But Moses said, that in order to make it in the promised land, in the land flowing with milk and honey, the land that God promised your your ancestors, we don't just need to circumcise the flesh, but we need to circumcise the heart and the soul. And so today we're talking to you from the subject, the circumcision of the soul. Yes, the circumcision of the soul. And um, circumcision is a part of life. Uh, Some people choose to be circumcised, some people choose not to be circumcised, but more and more and more and more, it's becoming a common practice uh, for males to be circumcised. And so when we talk about the circumcision, we're not talking about the physical circumcision, but we're talking about the circumcision of the heart and where regardless of our agenda, that we all can have the circumcision of the soul. Give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart. We all need the circumcision of the soul. Remember with the circumcision that they had to pull something back they had to cut and then they had to uh, sew it back up. Then they, that was a whole process. It was a surgery, it was a procedure of pulling back Amen. Of cutting the extra and then sewing or stitching it back up. It it took time to heal from a circumcision. You don't just get circumcised. I remember my son, when he got circumcised, he cried for like two or three days. He was just irritable because of the circumcision. Circumcision is something that is a process. And God is saying, this time I desire to circumcise your heart. And let me tell you, there's some things that have happened in your life that have circumcised your soul, that have circumcised your heart, your mind, your, your your intellect, your will, that God is saying various situations because circumcision doesn't feel good. It is a cutting. It is a tearing away. It is a getting. It is a pulling back. It is a getting rid of the extra. And let me tell you, things in our lives, they come to circumcise us. That sometimes we go through various tests and trials and tribulations and heartache and pain and struggle and challenges, health challenges, relationship challenges, finance, because there's a circumcision that needs to take place. That something needs to be pulled back. Maybe we've been spending too much and we need to pull back. And There's some things that we need to cut off, that we need to release and let go. Some way of being, some way of seeing, some ways of thinking, speaking, about, that need to be cut. And then there's some things that God needs to stitch up in our lives. And so we allow God, the master, the doctor of all doctors, that I put my soul in God's hands and says, circumcise my soul. Because God, I know you're not going to castrate. Now, you got to be so careful when you're doing a circumcision that there's not a slip of the knife. Because when you're supposed to be circumcised, if you don't have a skilled physician, they can do a castration and render you unfruitful, render you uh, not able to reproduce. And so God is circumcising the soul. God is cutting away and many times it's painful, but God is cutting away the extra. You thought you needed it, but it was really extra. You thought that you that it was essential when it was really extra. Allow God to do the circumcision of your soul. Yes, there's some things that you were doing in excess that God said you need to pull back on some. Pull back on some of that television time. Pull back on some of that cell phone time. Now on my cell phone, I got a usage thing that tells me how often and how long I've been on my cell phone. And sometimes what you got to do is that you got to pull back from some things. And some things need to be cut off. There's some things that are unhealthy. There's some things that are not good for you that just need to be cut off. It needs the circumcision of the soul. And then there are some things that need to be uh, stitched, that need to be sold. Because we've been through some hurt and some pain and some disappointment. And God sews it up. He puts us back together again that god mends our broken hearts that god knows how to heal us that god knows how to soothe us that god knows how to comfort us that god knows how to make us whole i'm talking about the circumcision of the soul and many things that we have been through it is for the circumcision of our soul People that have transitioned, people that we've lost, the changes and transitions that have happened in our lives. It is for your good. It is for the circumcision of your soul. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. If you understand there's a process. Of the circumstances, there's some things that need to be pulled back. There's some things that need to be cut off. And there's some things that need to be sewed up, stitched up. That And God knows how to do it. And that's what our spiritual practices are about. They're about us surrendering to God. It's about us yielding to God. Allowing the word. The Bible says the word is sharp. It's quick and powerful. Sharper than any 2 edges. So I allow the word. To pull, to help me pull back the things that I need to pull back on. I've I've gone too far in some things. I've not been observing the boundaries that God caused me to pull back, to be more disciplined, to be more organized, more structured. Let me pull back on some things. And some things just need to be cut off. It ain't never been good for you. It ain't never been helpful for you. It's never been effective. It's never been efficient. It's never caused you to operate an exit. It just needs to be cut off. And then there's some things, there's some places where God does that stitching. You've had that surgery and God is sewing things back up. God is stitching you back up so that you can recover, so that you can be made whole. I'm talking about the circumcision of the soul. If you ever been through something that really caused your whole soul to be circumcised, that that, that you're different, that you've been transformed as a result of the experience, give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart. If you know about the circumcision of the soul, Amen. give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart. If you know about the circumcision of, and it's for your good. It's for your good. It may not feel good because it's a circumcision, but it's for your good. You thought you were going to be in that relationship forever, but it had to be cut away. It's for your good. You thought that you were going to be on that job forever, amen. But they they downsize, so you had to pull back, reorder your time, reorder your day, reorder your priorities. Amen. If you know something about that circumcision of the soul, give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart. Some people call it the dark night of the soul. I'm talking about the circumcision of the soul and know that it's God. It's not the devil. You're not under the attack of the enemy. It's not because you did something wrong. It's just that the soul needed to be circumcised. Some things needed to be pulled back. Some things needed to be cut off and some things needed to be stitched up and sewed up for your own healing. Let me tell you something. God desires for you to be whole. God desires for you to live a holistically healthy, balanced and well-rounded life. And when we lose our balance, we get circumcised. When we lose, amen, the the, the that that holistically healthy, that balanced and well-rounded life. When we start living in extremes, when we start living in excess, where we're not doing things in moderation. That's where the circumcision comes in. The circumcision of the whole soul, where God says something got to be pulled back, something got to be cut off, and something got to be stitched up the circumcision of the soul, that you can't go into the promised land without the circumcision of the soul. You cannot operate in the same consciousness that you did in the wilderness. There must be a circumcision. You cannot operate in the same consciousness that you operated in when you were in Egypt. There must be a circumcision of the soul. Amen. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart. If you know what I'm talking about. And I, I surrender. I yield. I submit to God as my creator. Amen. God, you know what's best for me. Your will is always for me. Absolute good. You, I yield. I surrender. I, I submit to your will because you know what's best for me. You know what needs to be pulled back. God, you know what needs to be cut off. God, you know what needs to be stitched up. And I submit, I yield, I surrender. I say yes, God, even to the circumcision of my soul. Job said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. That he says he will cut us, but then he will heal us. In three days, he will heal us. You gonna heal, can I prophesy to somebody today? It was a circumcision, but you gonna heal. Your heart's going to heal. You will recover. You're going to be okay. It was just a circumcision of your soul that you got distracted, that you became, that you got out of focus. But it's just a circumcision of the soul to get you back in alignment, to get you back on track. Amen. Pulling point number one. Remember the soul has four components. Pulling point number one is the mind. I'm talking about a circumcision of the mind where you cut off all of those thoughts, those limiting beliefs, those faulty perceptions, those erroneous ideas. I'm talking about a circumcision of the mind where the way that you think changes where your thoughts become the thoughts of God, a circumcision of the mind. I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Now my mind is stayed on God. My mind used to be stayed on him. My mind used to be stayed on her. My mind used to be stayed on it. But now my mind is, because of the circumcision of my soul, now my mind is stayed on God. And I'm living in a state of peace. Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are Pure, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. A circumstance of the soul causes your mind and the way that you think to change and cause you to be in a constant renewal of the mind. But be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Point number one, a circumcision of the soul will change your mind and your thinking. Point number two, a circumcision of the soul will change your heart and your feelings. When maybe you were hard, but a circumcision of the soul will open you up to be more compassionate for other people, to be more considerate of other people, to be able to feel their pain. For the Bible says we have not a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, that Jesus was tempted in all points, like as we are yet without sin. And so many times we've been so judgmental, I couldn't see how they did that. I don't know why. I I can't just imagine myself. But then when you have that circumcision of the heart, you begin to feel. You begin to uh, empathize with people, you have more compassion, you're less judgmental of people, more accepting, more understanding because of the circumcision of the soul. Pulley point number two, it changes your heart, where you no longer have that heart of stone, but you have that heart of flesh where you're palatable and you are able to relate to people and connect to people because you've had a circumcision of the soul. Pulling point number one, a circumcision of the soul, it it impacts your mind and your thoughts. Pulling point number two, a circumcision of the soul impacts your heart and your feelings. You know how to channel that energy in the right direction. You know how to channel your energy as opposed to being destructive. Your feelings can be constructive. That you channel that energy in a positive direction. How did you learn to do that? Baby, I had a circumcision of the soul. Amen, God pulled back some things. God cut off some things. And then God sold and stitched up some things. So therefore, I'm more compassionate towards people pulling point number three a circumcision of the soul will change your intellect it will change how you process information it will change how you you'll be more open to learning You'll be more open to studying. With some of us, we didn't like to read. We didn't want to study. We didn't want to take no classes. We didn't want to do any of that work. But when you've had a circumcision of the soul, when you go through that right test, that right trial, that right tribulation, that right temptation, that right persecution, it changes your intellect. Where well, now you're open to study. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart. Yes, when you have the circumcision of the soul, you begin to study, to research, to renew your mind daily with the word. Amen. To study, to show yourself approved unto God, a worker that doesn't need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. When you've had a circumcision of the soul, it impacts your intellect where you desire to learn. You desire to study, sanctify them through thy truth for thy word is truth. I'm talking about the circumcision of the soul in order to enter into the promised land and to maintain in the promised land. Your soul has to unfold. Your soul has to be circumcised. Point number one, your mind and your thinking is going to change. Pulley point number two, your heart and your feelings are going to change. Pulley point number three, your intellect, your learning is going to change. And pulley point number four, yes, I got four points today. When there's a circumcision of the soul, your will changes. Yes, how you make decisions changes. That you're not rushing to decision, but you know how to be still. You know how to trust in God with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all of your ways you acknowledge God and God directs your path where people can't pressure you or rush you into making a decision. No, baby, I had a circumcision of the soul. I got to sit with this for a minute. I got to be still and know that he is God because I've had a circumcision of the soul. I'm not just making quick decisions. I'm not just reacting off of impulse and emotions. No, I know how to be I know how to be still. I know how to submit my will to the will of God and say nevertheless not as I will, but thy will be done. When you've had a circumcision of the soul, you begin to pray, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, on this earth as it is in heaven. I'm talking about what a circumcision of the soul will do. It will change your will where you become more willing as opposed to willful. The Bible says that if we are willing and obedient. We will eat the good of the land. I came to talk to somebody today to tell you in the midst of all that is going on, if you're really going to enter into your promised land, if you're really going to be your best self and live your best life, there must be a circumcision of the soul. There must be a pulling back. There must be a cutting off and there must be a stitching up. There's a circumcision of your soul. And I thank you, God. Because the Bible says beloved I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. It is through the circumcision of the soul that your soul prospers. It's for your good, it's for your edification, it's for your growth, it's for your development. It is for you to be able to be effective and efficient and productive and operate in a spirit of excellence. Tell you, Moses is no joke with these children of Israel. In this book of Deuteronomy, he said, circumcise your souls. Your hearts need to be so. Not this external. Many times we're so focused on the external, but there's an internal work that God is doing on you. There's an internal process that's happening inside of you. You didn't know what was going on. You said, what's happening? I'm changing. I'm telling you, there's a circumcision of your soul." I love you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of the daily download. If you've been blessed by today's message, sow a seed, meet a need, boosts this post 100,000 of people can hear what you heard and can experience what you experienced today. Remember this weekend, this Sunday, at 8.30, I'm gonna be at Kingdom Covenant Ministries and Network in Baltimore, Maryland, celebrating Bishop Hector's birthday. I'm so excited about this Sunday, and they're celebrating with Bishop Hector and my Baltimore family. Where are my daily downloaders? Where are my OGOT family? Where are my people in Baltimore I'm looking to see you this Sunday at 8.30 at Kingdom Covenant Ministries? If we put that address in the text and look for out for the flyer on the website, we're celebrating Mr. Peckins and his birthday. He's a blessing to so many people, and we want to be a blessing to him this Sunday. I love you so much. God bless you. It's time for the prayer line, and remember the midday moment at 12:30 with Dr. Vivian Jones. Remember, you're blessed. Yes, you are blessed. That's what this book of Deuteronomy was about. Remind them how blessed they are. You are blessed in the city. You are blessed in the field. Whenever your hands touch is blessed. Wherever your feet walk is blessed. Come on, open your mouth and shout and bless. Yes, I am blessed to be a blessing. That's why my soul was circumcised, so I can be a blessing with somebody else. I love you so much. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 6 30 a.m. with another edition of the Daily Download, We're going deeper into the Book of Deuteronomy. Come on, shout it. You're blessed. Any blessed people, come on, put your hands together and give God some praise. Come on, lift those hands up. If you're blessed, yes, late is the midnight hour, God will turn it around. Yes negativity is defeated i am blessed too blessed to be stressed. too blessed to be oppressed yes i am blessed too blessed to be depressed yes i am blessed this morning thank you so much thanks for tuning in to the pulley points podcast until next time remember to love god love yourself and love everyone else it's just that simple